We've got a very special guest with us in the studio this morning, uh, the CEO of the Hospitality Association, Ms. Gitta Petzold. Gitta, it's nice to have you with us. Thanks for inviting me. Gitta, we are talking uh, tourism, hospitality, um, you know, accommodation specifically for our tourists in Namibia. Namibia has been known worldwide to be a you know, massive tourist attraction. I mean, we've had celebrities visiting us. We've had record numbers of tourists coming through our, you know, airports and that kind of stuff. These people need to be accommodated. The um, Hospitality Association of Namibia uh, recently uh, released a media release um, regarding typically, you know, our accommodation statistics in Namibia. Can you just tell us a little bit about what, why are these accommodation statistics important? Hannes, Namibia has a serious problem when it comes to statistics and we always say that tourism is a force to reckon with economically. We actually form one of the key pillars in Namibia. We don't want to rate ourselves whether we're the second or the third or the fourth because every sector has their claim to fame. Um, but tourism is important and statistics as to the performance of tourism are very few and far between. Han is about the only one next to NTB that actually captures tourism statistics and we can only base it on the statistics in accommodation because we represent the accommodation industry. So what we do on an annual basically monthly basis that then relates to quarterlies and annual reports is ask our members just to give us an idea as to how many beds they've sold. So if you have a lodge of 10 rooms and 20 beds, let us know how many you sold in that period, in that month or in that quarter. Um, that's what we do on a monthly basis. As I say, and every year then I represent or I process one of these annual reports. And we've been doing that um, to a greater extent now since the year 2000. So we're into our 19th year now. And we've seen ebbs and flows. What is concerning for us, you know, we always say tourism is the shining light. And especially in the economic downfall that we are in generally, tourism has always been that almost saving grace. Right. But we have seen a decline based on the accommodation numbers that I can actually abstract. Um, and I just wanted to sound some warning bells. It's not threatening or, you know, it's not a nightmare or a trend smash at the moment, but there is a decline. And it, I've checked it with other people that don't submit to our figures per se, but they talk of, of similar experiences mm. of similar trends. So it's a trend going out there. And before we get all that comfortable and say, you know, tourism is the best thing under the sun. And yes, you know, Namibia is the best destination to, to travel to. And we are being rated as one of the destinations when it comes to Condé Nast or the New York Times rated us as one of the five best destinations. So we've got that image. We've got that interest worldwide. Um, as a travel destination to come to, right? Um, but it doesn't convert into actual sales at the moment. D you know, uh, your your media segment said that although we've got the increase in terms of tourists coming into the country, there is this decline that you spoke about. So what in your mind is the reason that we see a decline in the occupation statistics, although we continue to see an increase in the number of tourists visiting Namibia? Well, first of all, I know that our government speaks of 1.4, almost 1.5 million people coming into Namibia in 2017. Those are the latest figures that we have from, from government. We from the tourism side have always said of those 1.4 or 1.5 million people, maximum a third of those are our bona fide tourists. Now, if I talk about a bona fide tourist, it's somebody who comes to Namibia, either rents a car or um, stays at lodges, hotels, guest 
houses, bed and breakfast, so it's not only the big ones that we're talking about, but also the smaller properties, spends money as a tourist, you know, going to attractions, going out to restaurants. So that to us as a bona fide tourist, um, a third, two thirds of those people that are counted as arrivals into Namibia are maybe your returning visitors or family and friends, so they don't spend as much. It's we welcome them as well, but they are not the lucrative tourism person that we actually count for for our industry. So that having said that. Um, we've also seen a, a, a decline in our occupancies. Now, Han always speaks about its occupancies, and we are the registered, regulated businesses. So all our members are registered within the Namibia Tourism Board, which per law, the Act of 2000 actually stipulates that all tourism regulated businesses or related businesses mm -hmm. need to be registered with the NTB. Um, we've seen a sort of a, a huge addition of properties in especially places like Swakopmund, Hentis Bay and, and, and Walfus Bay, so at the coast, since 2015, we've seen an additional 700 registered bids, so bona fide official commercial bids added to that area. And then we had a huge increase in the, the new phenomenon, which isn't new anymore, but Airbnb, the worldwide phenomenon right. where private re residences can actually rent out their property on this online platform. And I don't want to refute it, they've got a role to play, but that obviously has an impact on our registered properties as well. Um, you know, you've, you've mentioned this global you know, trend of tourists considering alternative accommodation, you know, online bookings, that kind of thing. Are we not just following a worldwide trend? And is this online booking thing for Namibia necessarily perhaps a bad thing or a good thing? Or is it something that we just have to deal with? something we have to deal with and it's a good thing because obviously they also add to the kind of exposure that Namibia as a travel destination has. So we rank with the, the rest of the 200 travel destinations on those platforms, be it Booking.com, Expedia, I don't want to mention too many names, there are many of those portals. Airbnb is now the, the, the latest baby on the block basically. So they have their role to play and yes it helps us be exposed on those online platforms and unfortunately or fortunately that's the way to go. Technology has overtaken many of the ways of doing business in many of the sectors not only tourism yeah. and we just need to learn how to play with it. So well in the olden days people actually went to their travel agency in Holland or Germany or the UK and said please book me a tour, put it together and give me the bill and uh, all is sorted. Mm. Now people through technology have the means of actually Googling up themselves, selecting what they like, what they see. Many of them still go back to the Asian and say, okay, I want this and this and that. So they are much more educated, which technology helps us do. So the exposure through those online portals for Namibia, the marketing value should never be negated. Mm. But one should also not forget that those online portals are worldwide. They, they, they main aim is to do a transaction of, in our case, it would be then selling a room, yeah. you know, getting transaction. Yeah. Whether they sell a room in Timbuktu or Namibia, to them is immaterial, where our or the, the two operators that we work with here, they actually invest a lot of time, money and effort into marketing, first of all, Namibia as a destination, mm -hmm. and with it then all the services that we provide in terms of car rental, yeah. accommodation, etc. So one must not forget the different roles that these portals play. Yeah, um, there are, for instance, there are hotels, um, bed and breakfasts, um, you know, owners of those kind of businesses who have invested in terms of the property of developing a big, perhaps a, a bigger hotel or a bigger bed and breakfast, if you like, and done all the necessary, 
you know, business registrations and all that kind of stuff. But have these providers not charged too much in the past? And hence, a market for alternative, more affordable accommodation providers has emerged. Um, in the olden days, we never knew what kind of rates people had because the only rates that you got were the ones that you got from the tour operator. Now, um, you know, the rate transparency through all these online portals is much, much wider, much, much clearer. Um, in terms of uh, people, the, the registered business is behaving overcharged, it's very difficult to actually put that statement out because Namibia, compared to what we offer in terms of the services and the infrastructure we provide, um, ranks fairly well in terms of value for money. So, you know, compared to what we offer, Botswana is rated as a very expensive tourism destination. Sometimes when you look at their infrastructure, it's not as 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 powerful or as thick as Namibia has provided for. Um, so if, if I speak to some of the agents, I say, you know, Namibia is not too expensive. It's the value for money and obviously yeah. sometimes yeah. also the service. And that's where we still, we've gone headway with, with um, providing better service in our facilities, both in accommodation, but also catering, mm. restaurants, etc. Um, but in terms of investing in a property, I just heard words um, yesterday when we had discussions in, in tourism that to, to they, they call it the key, the key to a hotel room at the moment. If you have a decent hotel room for a million dollars, Namibia dollars, to actually get one room for a hotel ready for, for the international market. Now, obviously, there are standards and there are certain quality assurances that, that these registered people have to endure. Um, the private accommodation that has now hit the market and it's it's something that the, the market forces or the market has has forced people want to not always stay in hotels they want to have that sort of home away from home feeling so it's a trend that we have to work with what we in organized tourism are still very keen on though is that there is some quality control so we said you know while we all work from the same base we need to make sure that those people that now also sell Namibia as a place to come to sleep with me because I've got mm -hmm. a beautiful room in my Airbnb called Gitter's Lodge. Um, I need to somehow be able to assure those clients and also the rest of the Namibian market that I am on par with the quality standards that we've set for ourselves. Yeah. And that's why we said, you know, and it's not as a new law for those Airbnb people. Namibia has a rule that all tourism related business need to register with the NTB and they do inspections and quality control. And you have to register with the local municipality if you have a place here in Windhoek or in Swakopmund so that they give you that certificate of fitness, the health checks are done. And then we don't have a problem if they if they play from the same uh, playing field, level basically. Playing field. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that is all good. And then one may not forget that, um, you know, the rate of a room or a hotel or a lodge room is usually a combination of certain things. It's the investment, it's the loans of the bank that you need to pay back, it's salaries for staff, it's the extra services that you provide. But it's then also the extra income tax or the VAT or the tourism levy. And at the moment, it seems as though, yes, those Airbnbs that are yet not registered, and I don't want to say that none of them are, because some of them actually have made the trouble. They phoned up us and asked what the requirements were, but the majority out there are still not registered. So those people can yeah. actually have a price that is more than 25, even if you look at the income tax base, can be 50% cheaper than a hotel for the same service because they don't pay all these taxes. Yes. And in a country like Namibia that wants to develop itself, we need to build up infrastructure. We need to make sure that our tax base is healthy and is fair mm. and that's where disparity comes in and that's why you would sound that the, the bona fide organized tourism sector is a bit upset about these new players in the industry that may be there for a quick buck don't quite know what it's all about 
and are actually diluting the market and hurting the, the registered market or the yeah. established market yeah. on a short-term basis. Now, it could be that if, if the trend continues, which we don't hope it will, but uh, 2019 doesn't look that good either, that you know many of our big players will then fall off because they have to uh, declare bankruptcy and we don't have that that base, that strong base that has an established market that has invested and has vested mm. interest in developing Namibia's tourism infrastructure overall um, for the longer period. Gita, um, one final question. What in your mind can be done in order to improve this particular situation for for the existing establishments? I'm talking about the hotels, the bigger the bigger players that are so important in terms of the country's, you know, economic development or economic growth for that matter. What what do you think can they do in this situation now? I always say um, communication and transparency is our mm. best key. If we play open book with everybody, there is place for everybody. And yes, the international trend is such that we, they want a mix of accommodation. And Namibia has actually done very well for itself. We can provide bed and breakfast. We have backpackers lodges. We've got the four and five star and even aiming for the six star kind of quality lodge um, categories as well. Um, but we need to be transparent and basically play from the same rule book. Mm. Um, I mentioned to, to some of our members at um, a hand level sometimes when, when they really get upset about Airbnb stealing their business, I say, why don't you join Airbnb too? There's nothing stopping registered bona fide commercial entities mm -hmm. from registering on Airbnb and then be exposed equally to the market to that, that goes market. to Airbnb. Yeah. And then one can have a sort of a more transparent and a fair playing field. Um, but then in the same vein, those people that do do business on Airbnb should also be subjected to the same rules and regulations that go for the regulated tourism business in terms of paying income tax, VAT, tourism levy, etc. Because those levies and those taxes actually go towards the development of Namibia as a travel destination as a whole. So our road infrastructure, our attractions that need to still be developed, benefits rolling out to the communities. So, you know, money made in winter doesn't always necessarily stay in winter because people fly into to, to be able to travel to other attractions of Namibia. Yeah. So we would want yeah. everybody that plays into tourism to have that long-term view to say, I'm ready to invest. I don't want to, I'm not in here for the quick buck because those quick bucks with inflation, they don't, they don't last that long. But we, if we establish a transparent, fair playing field for everybody, and I always say that, you know, the nice thing about Namibia is that personal touch, that, that communication and the partnerships that we have. So our call is basically to partner up. We're in it together. It's Namibia. It's our country. We want to promote it to be the best travel destination in Africa, if not the world. But we're in it together and we must work together to be able to do it and not fight one another. Yeah, well, there we have it, the CEO of the Hospitality Association of Namibia, Gitter Petzold. Thank you for clearing that up with, uh, for us and obviously our listeners. And uh, yeah, let's hope the situation improves to the way that we Namibians want it. And once again, thank you for joining us here in the studio today. My pleasure. Thanks. InfoMonte Radio. Radio. The sound for a new age.